Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Driving Mall Show. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host this evening. And the main topics we'll be going through this evening will be, obviously, the uh, Six Nations uh, and also the um, Super Rugby preseason games, which I managed to get to one of them on Friday. So before all this bad weather hit and basically I got uh, well stuck indoors for the past couple of days with all this rain. But thankfully, um, I'm all safe and uh, whilst I've got a new drip, down the chimney, which is a bit of a worry. Um, overall, um, not in as bad a place as um, a lot of people. So uh, please do try and stay safe out there, folks. Um, I know uh, a lot of people have not had electricity. Uh, there's obviously a lot of rain and flooding as well. Um, so I say, please do stay safe. Uh, don't travel if you don't need to. And uh, um, hopefully um, you're all doing fine. Um, don't forget, you can join us at 8 p.m. every Monday talking about um, rugby. Uh, I will be live on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. And Chris Van was very there. Good evening to you, sir. Joining us on the old YouTube there, New Zealand Sport Radio. And if you uh, prefer just to listen, then you can uh, uh, get to catch the podcast that comes out afterwards as well. Obviously, you can also watch the video recordings. You don't have to watch them live. Now, if you watch it live, you can join in and have a chat in uh, the live chat with via Facebook and um, also YouTube as well. Um, on my own, so there will be moments of quiet put where I have a quick um, uh, drink to um, wet the whistle, wet the vocal cords to uh, to keep going um, during this. But um, first, let's uh, have a chat about the uh, Super Rugby um, preview, uh, Super Rugby preseason uh, that we had now. Um, the game I got to was Moana Pacifica versus the Chiefs. Now, this was a close um, shop one. Only um, uh, sponsors uh, and members um, were invited, plus a couple of us, uh, media managers, media passers as well. Um, Charlie, good to see you joining us also on the old uh, YouTube there. Um, so this was actually on their training pitch, not on the uh, main pitch uh, at um, uh, Mount Smart Stadium. So you might have seen my photos uh, all the videos of the post-match interviews that I did um, with the uh, um, with a couple of players and uh, the two head coaches as well. Um, but um, 
uh, yeah, it's a very interesting atmosphere in a, in a small small venue there uh, that uh, they're having, which is kind of here, much more of a club rugby uh, kind of, um, of feel. You can hear me tasked talking about that with the um, the coaches in particular uh, in their post match interviews. Well, all those are over on our Facebook page. If you want to listen to them in their entirety? Um, uh, we're going to have a quick snippet from one of the, from one of the, my questions to Clayton McMillan uh, in a second, but. I mean, the game finished seven points from one Pacific, forty-eight for the uh, Chiefs. And as with many of these games, it was it was um, uh, four quarters of twenty minutes, so full eighty minutes, uh, but as many subs as you felt like uh, in that one. Um, what to me kind of came out of this was: look, we probably should not be too getting our hopes up too much about one Pacific. Uh, got to remember, last season they won just two games um, and a points difference of minus two hundred and forty-seven. Um, across the um, 14 games that uh, they had, allowing in the most number of tries, so 76 there. But they did score 37 tries, which was more, more than the Fijian Drua. So uh, on that one, so more attacking than the Fijian Drua uh, in that uh, that kind of sense. Um, come away with just two losing bonus points as well. So what they did win two games, they were close in two games. Um, the other 10 games, let's be honest, um, they were more than a score away. Also, if you look at the preseason um, last year, um, when uh, Moana Pacifica um, played the Chiefs, ended up seven to sixty-one. So it's closer this year um, at uh, seven to forty-eight. But I think we need to set our expectations. Uh, perhaps damp them a little bit. Perhaps um, I know I got a bit enthusiastic as to how many games they might win, how much like might go this year, having had a very I mean, pretty settled side on last year. A bunch of those players having had international experience as well um, that hadn't had before. So. Um, they we have to wait, wait and see on that one. The, the thing that jumped out at me was um, they uh, seemed to always when they had the ball seemed to quite often end up with a like three on five or uh, situation on the blind side of the making their way across the pitch, phase off phase. Uh, and you're thinking the players perhaps not working around um, uh, the round around, around the corner enough on attack. Um, it seemed to be one of the things that came to me. From a, a, a Chiefs point of view, um, a very good run out for them. I do still wonder uh, about, what, uh, about having Bryn Gatland and Dane McKenzie on the pitch at the same time. Uh, there were a couple of occasions where they were stood in the same place, uh, both looking to be first receiver, uh, both to play that fly half role, even though Dane McKenzie was supposed to be in the fullback role. So um, I'm not sure. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see how that works. I mean, Dane McKenzie, I think, when he was up in Japan, was playing 10 rather than 15. So it'll be. Uh, Interesting to see where DMAC gets to play. Uh, he did play in the uh, fifth, in the 10th uh, position um, uh, after that first quarter. So it'll be interesting to see how um, Clayton McMillan juggles his resources at 10 there. Obviously, also with um, uh, um, Josh Uwani there as well. So um, a number of options that he can play uh, at, in, in that 10 jersey. And also Vrindus Rehano, I think, is also there as well from... Um, I've got the uh, squad list um, up at um, the moment. But um, let's have a quick uh, listen to what um, Clayton had to say uh, to, to my question about does he have enough time um, ahead of uh, the rest of the season? Sorry if this is a bit faint, folks, but we'll try and get it as, as loud as I can. Are you, so you're confident that these two hit outs um, against Blues and, and Monopithico are going to be the argument ready to hit the ground running on um, against the Crusaders first up? Oh, you're not going to cover every base you know in, in two games especially when you're trying to 
you know, give everybody an opportunity that's been part of your pre-season, um, an opportunity to get out and, and showcase um, their ability and stake a claim for a starting position. Um, but, you know, if you, you, you get enough under your belt and build your game enough that you're um, competitive in those early rounds and then you just keep building from there. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, All good. There you go. Um, clearly, um, the it's uh, yeah, only having two games is not much of pre-season. Uh, you think that um, uh, um, Anton Brown was walking around with his sliders by uh, getting the co coffees in for the coaches. Uh, there was also um, also Brody Retallick, um uh, just in trainers walking around, and also some mentioned the Kane was as well. I didn't see Sam Kane um, myself. So a number of players still not back and playing. I think they will all be back next week. Um, for the uh, final hit out uh, so he's not so still integrating those all blacks back in to um, the side even though the players like Dimac who was, who was on tour with the um, all blacks 15 at the end of last season uh, and a few others were playing not all of the um, all blacks um, are back um, there at all not so right as you have Bruce Rehana a bit longer than the two surely no Rivers Rehana not Bruce um, Rehana uh, in uh, um, that one so um the uh, and not trying to yeah, missing the club rugby parts to get players up to speed. Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah, clearly it's before that, and we don't um, uh, get uh, that. Um, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, obviously yeah, there isn't there isn't the club rugby uh, going yet um, for players to get up to speed. And some of the lesser known ones, uh, I might get some uh, time in club rugby, but not your All Blacks. Uh, that's for certain. Um, and I just realised I've kind of brought up the. Uh, I'm just trying to share the um, the wrong thing um, with that one, and um, doesn't seem to have the, uh, the, the the table that I was hoping. Oh, there's a screenshot. There we go. Um, so what I'm going to do is bring up the uh, last year's Super Rugby table um, when we talk about the res the um, the preseason games and. And what they kind of mean. So, Moana Pacifica losing 7 to 48 uh, up against the Chiefs. Unsurprised when you look at Moana Pacifica in last and Chiefs in a third place on the table. So, pretty much, I guess, what we should expect. The Highlanders beat the Crusaders 35 to 33. Now, the Crusaders missing a number of um, All Blacks, just like uh, um, the uh, the Chiefs were there. Um, so, that's, but that, but still, decent, uh, a good hit out early on for the Highlanders there, down in eighth place last season. So, is that positive for them? Uh, we don't read too much into pre-season games, but uh, that looks good for them at, that, at this point. The Blues beat the Hurricanes 28-21. Again, Blues in number one, Hurricanes in fifth, both sides of the six and players. So um, that uh, sits as to where you'd probably expect them to do. Brumbies beating Rebels 35-33. to uh, 33. Um, Brumbies there in fourth. Um, the Rebels down in tenth. Only four wins last season. Um, now, the Rebels came off the back of a loss of to um, the Fiji and Drua, 24-0 um, the uh, previous weekend. So, or two weekends ago, is it, I think. Um, so, uh, look, a bit, much better showing by the Rebels there as they're heading towards pre-season. Um, again, I won't read too much into how close that was. I think the Brumbies um, heading in the right direction there. And then the Waratahs, 33, the Reds, 32. Look, those two teams finished sixth and seventh in the table, both of eight wins. Unsurprising that um, they uh, played... Uh, play, play, played 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 a tight one there heading into the season. All um, 
nice uh, kind of high scoring affairs apart from Moana and getting the one try um, there in that one. So stuff heading towards um, the week, uh, the, Super, uh, the Super Rugby kicking off. Um, in this coming week, you've got the uh, Fijian Drua versus the um, Force um, on Thursday uh, evening. Uh, we're also uh, then on to Friday where the Hurricanes will host the uh, Crusaders uh, in a, um, a 5 p.m. game there. And the Highlanders host Moana Pacifica, and that's a, a 6 p.m. Neither of those two, I don't think, are on Sky, but Blues versus the Chiefs uh, at 6 o'clock on Friday will be on um, Sky Sports 1. That's a game that I'm hoping to uh, um, to be at. I've applied for my media accreditation. I've not heard back yet on that one, but hopefully I'll be there. Also, there is a game of three halves uh, for the Super Rugby Alpaki for, uh, for the, uh, on the ladies' side, so Blues. Um, women against uh, the um, Waratahs women and also the Chiefs Manawa, the Chiefs women team, women's team there. So those three teams are playing each other, Blues Waratahs, then Blues Chiefs, then Chiefs Waratahs. be really interesting to see how the uh, Waratahs go against both the um, Blues um, and the uh, Chiefs. Um, the uh, Waratahs, uh, obviously from Super W, over in Australia. Um, so I guess it'd be interesting to, to see how they go against them. Obviously, the Chiefs with three wins from um, no losses last year, but a change in head coach. Uh, Blues, one win, one draw, one loss. Was it was, or did they actually just play two games and the draw was actually, I think, was a, was a cancelled game due to uh, due to COVID um, on that one. Um, so, yeah, it will be interesting to see how they all go. Uh, the Chiefs have yet to lose a game. Um, the, uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, yeah, can the Chiefs continue that uh, uh, the uh, their winning record in this uh, preseason game as well? Uh, game of three halves, as I said. So hopefully I will be at both of those. They're both at Pocono um, on um, Friday. Uh, you can uh, get tickets to that one. So um, if you are free, head on down and uh, catch those games. The women's games um, kick off at 2.40. Um, We'll see three halves there, and then the men's uh, game kicks off at um, uh, at uh, six pm um, on Friday. So get on down to watch those. Should be um, uh, should be a cracker over there. Um, to I'm looking, looking so really looking forward to um, watching those. Um, so that gets us on the uh, Super Rugby side. Oh yes, yeah, so a couple of news items we should have probably have. I should have covered off on at the uh, top of the show, uh, keeping on the Super Rugby, or on uh, New Zealand Rugby anyway. Um, the uh, Obviously, uh, there's been a number of uh, comments around the All Blacks um, head coaching situation post-Rugby World Cup. Um, Razor coming out and saying they expect something to, some sort of thing to happen in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then New Zealand Rugby is saying, no, we're not at that stage yet. Um, so conflicting reports there most of the rumors are that jamie joseph will be getting the gig not um razor uh joe schmidt i guess is the other person that's in there that no one seems to be talking about maybe he's maybe they're looking at him um staying on in an assistant role um or maybe he's got other designs post rugby world cup we'll have to uh we'll have to wait and see um on that one so uh yeah uh yeah, again there's two and throwing um as to what Razor's saying, what New Zealand Rugby is saying. Uh, the uh, Sam Kane's come out and just said, look, whatever you do, 
let's just get these um, off-field distractions um, away from the players, please. We're going to concentrate on the World Cup. He did make it clear that uh, he didn't know if that the best way was to wait, was to just do it before the World Cup or afterwards. But uh, his point of view was just, look, please think about the players. Um, you're trying to enable the players to have the best Rugby World Cup, the best chance possible um, to win the Rugby World Cup. So uh, don't, um, don't, let this, don't let this distraction uh, impact the players was uh, something that he was basically um, trying to say. Uh, the other news, the other thing I spotted, that's um, uh, a couple of other things. One is around Zach Guilford uh, is uh, going to be coaching a team down in Canterbury. Uh, this is despite him also um, being under some sort of detention order and getting caught um, smoking cannabis. Um, seriously, here's a player, a guy who's had so many options, so many chances and such help uh, and just seems to uh, continually get himself in trouble. Um, so, yeah, uh, interesting that a team down in Canterbury is, uh, give, is, is giving a chance there. Um, so we'll see how that one We'll see if yeah if that all pans out. No doubt it'll if uh, if it all goes well, we shouldn't hear we probably won't hear a thing about it as long as it's club rugby. It's not Super Rugby. Um, it's only we're going to only going to hear again about it um, if things go wrong for Zach. So hopefully, hopefully things go stay quiet and go well for him. But we'll have to. Um, but um, there we go. Interesting that the club is willing to give another go with him. Um, and then um, Radio New Zealand have um, produced a podcast. Um, looking at some Pacific rugby um, called Fair Game. Um, so, uh, look, I've not listened to this one yet, but it sounds um, really interesting. Um, so uh, I will be looking at downloading um, that one. Um, the, uh, uh, the the fair, fair Game Pacific Rugby. So um, do uh, I'll, I'll listen to it um, and... Uh, if you fancy it, then also have a listen as well. Anything I hear that's interesting, obviously, I will talk about it um, on the shows um, as well coming up. That's right, every Monday. Don't forget, you can catch us um, news on New Zealand Sports Radio at 8pm. Um, how does Zach, how does Guildford stay out of jail? Uh, I don't know how the old uh, legal process works, folks, on that one. But, uh, yeah, it does seem to have um, history. Let's, um, and I guess is the, the nice way of putting it. Um, so let's get on to um, the uh, Six Nations then, where we had um, three games uh, at the weekend. Um, the first of those was Ireland versus France. Um, Ireland winning that one 32 to uh, 19. Um, and that's despite having what been held up by France over the try line three times. Um, also, that amazing try saving tackle um, by um, DuPont um, against um, Mac Hansen. And dropping the ball over the line as well. So another five um, opportunities to score there um, on top of ones they'd already scored. So, um, uh, yeah, impressive um, performance uh, by Ireland there, showing themselves to be why they are number one um, in the world with this one. Um, amazing try by um, Demian Pano. I know they um, do have a look at that as to why um, I would uh, think probably put him, yeah, possibly put him in a world 15. Um, as um, as as one of the as one of the wingers, uh, uh, fantastic uh, player, uh, really impressed with him um, on uh, this one. Um, the uh, and it was a real show there that uh, for that one was for his struggles. Get the ball to the player in space. It's not about, it's not about um, how it gets there. It's about just getting the ball there. 
Um, it wasn't pretty, but uh, once he got it, it became very pretty uh, and very effective um, as well. Um, finally, an interesting thing that, uh, that that I picked up from the game is that uh, it seemed that Murray, the uh, the scrum half, um, was fielding a lot of high kicks um, on um, that one. Uh, and you think, geez, um, that's uh, why do you have your nine when your smallest players on the pitch um, fielding high kicks and trying to get up for them? Um, but uh, he seemed to be doing that on several occasions, and it didn't sort of w- always work. But it wasn't uh, didn't consistently work out. But um, the uh, yeah interesting choice of uh, structure to have him regularly um, fielding uh, high kicks there against um, against France. Um, the not right, yeah good for France to uh, have to think about their attack. Um, one breakout try in the game. Yeah, just one try to four from Ireland. <clears throat> uh, not. Uh, uh, I guess again, I think we mentioned it about Ireland. Um, was it last week where they scored like three tries in the first half? But it was hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. 28 minutes till the end, they got that fourth try. So, um, uh, yeah, leaving it late to secure that bonus point. Nocturne Wright's pointing out that uh, Murray is six foot tall. Um, so not too short, uh, maybe so. Um, so, but um, I, I still seems strange to me having your nine uh, going up trying to claim high balls. Um, <clears throat> maybe I'm uh, old-fashioned in uh, thinking about the uh, the sizes of relative players. You know, we have big players all over the pitch nowadays, um, playing different positions. Um, one of those, actually, one of those was uh, uh, playing from one Pacifica um, at the weekend. I've just gone blank as to his name, but the prop. Um, well over six foot and uh, seemed to be as tall as the locks, uh, which kind of confused me for a second um, as to uh, whether as, as whether I got the name of the player right um, when I was um, watching it. Let me see if I can uh, um, get uh, bring up the name. He was doing a lot of talking um, in the huddles. Uh, now I've not got the uh, the, the names here. Um, uh, after at the uh, uh, after. After tries have been scored, it was interesting that he was clearly one of the leaders, even though he wasn't a captain or vice captain um, officially on the uh, team sheets. Um, So, uh, Ireland there um, with that one. And here are some stats I've been pulling up from um, last week and uh, this week, uh, looking at uh, the uh, some stats across um, the, uh, the the games. Obviously. Um, you can see that uh, the score lines there, both in 83% kicking their their goals, which is good. Um, Ireland, uh, this was the most kicking game in the uh, the round, unlike um, 
the previous week, whereas France was actually involved in the least kicking game. They got involved in the most kicking game here. Um, both last week and this week, they've kicked less than their opposition. And yet uh, there is this uh, perception at the moment that France do kick more than anyone else in uh, one of the most kicking sides in world rugby. We heard that on Eddie. I mean, Eddie Jones said that during his um, uh, podcast last week. Uh, and it's great that Eddie Jones is doing the podcast. Um, so, uh, but um, yeah, so interesting that they're not actually, the, the stats aren't holding up to, to this. One thing you can see, though, is that um, both last week and this week, France had the most offloads of any team. Um, so clearly, that is their style of play with lots of lots of offloads. Um, whereas you can see Ireland, uh, only six offloads this week, five last week. They're not about offloads. Um, they got the same number of, uh, they, they still got more line breaks than France did, but they had half the uh, number of offloads um, there. Um, with uh, with that one, um, the uh, a lot of missed tackles in this game, thirty eight by Ireland, twenty three by France, way more than um, than you'd want, and particularly by Ireland there. And that's a that's a lot of missed tackles, considering they made a hundred tackles less than France. They made more missed tackles, not as bad as um, uh, as England um, at the top there, but still not uh, not great by Ireland there. After a good, uh, after both these two teams had the, were kind of they were the two better size last weekend, not missing tackles, um, but penalty count this one very low, just fourteen, um, with both of them on the seven. So uh, cracking game, a lot of balling game uh, in playtime over forty minutes, um, which apparently is um, is a lot. Um, so um, yeah, uh, a, a cracking game of, um, of of rugby. If you missed it, um, I do. Fully suggest you go back and um, and watch uh, and watch that one. Um, moving on then to um, Scotland Wales. Um, Scotland there, thirty five two seven. So uh, uh, backing up their win um, over England. Um, so the two teams they've played so far, the two teams with brand new coaches um, in uh, that one. Um, and uh, in uh, England and um, and Wales, Wales really uh, in a uh, yeah a poor um, situation at um, the moment. Uh, for both weeks now, they've had the lowest number of points scored uh, in both of their games. So uh, clearly, their attack needs um, a lot of work. I was less down in the last week than I am this week. Um, I thought they uh, left a lot of um, opportunities out there. This week, though. Only one clean break against Ireland. Wow. Um, that's right, against Scotland. Not very uh, not very good at all. Scotland, 10 clean breaks um, with six last week. So they're clearly getting those clean breaks out there, even though, again, just like just like Ireland, they are the, the least offloading um, team uh, in the whole tournament. Uh, now, Ireland had less and low, but they're even less than Ireland. Four last week, four this week. Only eight offloads. I mean, that's less than uh, Italy did or, um, or or France did in their entire game this week, over two games. But uh, as Nocturnal writes, um, uh, talks about yeah, Ireland getting quick rock ball. It's about quick rock ball that leads to those, pardon me, those line breaks. And also a lot of missed tackles, as you can see, 28 by Wales this week, 33 last week. So better than last week, but still um, uh, too, far too many, um, really. Uh, the um, there and penalties again 
Last week, penalties, 15. Uh, the second most penalties given up this week. They're the most with 17. So, again, Wales um, struggling uh, to giving up uh, far too many um, points and giving up far too many um, penalties uh, as well. They are in a mess. Which right, Wales have to try and develop a new team this year as a write-off. Yes, but this year is also a Rugby World Cup year. Um, so you can't just um, write it off on that one. Gallon knows he has to find uh, new type forwards, let a couple of newbies before their time, says in this one. Yeah, and yet um, one of the things that Spivak did was actually, I think, was put in quite a few players, uh, perhaps rotated too many, and they didn't have a, they don't have enough experience. I think that's been part of Gatlin's problem, is that uh, so it'll be in, it'll be yeah interesting to see how Gatland um, solves this. Does he bring in some of those young players with not much experience, and uh, they end up having negative experiences with a whole bunch of losses, or um, does he actually hold off for the Six Nations and bring them in? Uh, actually, take them straight to the World Cup, not experienced enough, but also not damaged by these um, by these games. We'll have to. Uh, uh, wait and see um, on, um, on on that one. Um, kicks again, again. Wales last week the the least kicks. This week again, just twenty five. So not the least. Wales. Uh, I did twenty three, but still Wales. Not very many kicks. Far too many penalties and not scoring points. Um, those three things. They need to improve that kicking game, um, and they also um, need to uh, obviously clean up their discipline. Um, and that should hopefully reduce the number of tr number of points they're giving up, um, and hopefully hop, uh, create some opportunities for them. Um, Fifty percent kicking at goals. Uh, well, that's not very good, is it? Last week, one hundred percent. So, um, one out of two missing one kick. It's perhaps not uh, that um, uh, important, um, really, if you think about it from 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 that point of view. Um, but Scotland in cracking game, but also. You've got to say they've played Wales and England. They've got France and Ireland um, coming up. So uh, they're the two biggest and um, real tasks, but uh, still fantastic for um, for Scotland to get two wins under their belts. Um, this puts them in a situation where they should be third in uh, in the table um, so far. Not to write, Scotland seemed really focused so far. Russell and Townsend made uh, finally in sync. Yeah, Russell, uh, cracking game. In this one, um, we've been having a chat about World 15 of the Year, and perhaps we'll, we'll visit towards them uh, at the end of the Six Nations. But yeah, is Finn Russell um, the best 10 in the world at the moment? Um, I don't think so. Uh, he blows far too hot and cold, uh, but he can be extremely, um, extremely good and uh, should be part of that sort of conversation um, as an honorable mention, I think, as to the world, world 15, but not, I wouldn't put him as my 10 um, personally. Um, final game then, England versus uh, Italy, um, and a game that was over um, basically at half time, where England just bullied um, Italy uh, with this one. Um, the penalty try um, plus three more from from Malls, only one really, um, which Henry, which is the, the late one in some 71 minutes, wasn't around the line out more. Um, so again, uh, discipline. A problem for Italy in this one. England just bullied them and uh, uh, and and just used that dominant scrum. I mean, for Italy to have to sub their captain after 23 minutes um, was really 
um, a big blow for them as they just got bullied uh, for 19 at half time. Um, great for England to get that result after that loss to Scotland, very important, but not a game plan that I think is going to hold up against an Ireland, against a France or, um, or a Springboks or those sort of teams. Um, good for them to get that result, I say, but they're not going to be able to bully teams in the way that they managed to bully Italy. Um, so still a lot of work to do. Owen Farrell, again, the worst kicker of the round. That's two weeks on the bounce now. Um, that's uh, got to be concerning. Even if um, uh, even if he was uh, kicking those uh, a lot of them from, from out wide, line out malls tend to give you try tend to give you um, difficult conversion kicks to um, to kick. But even so, uh, yeah, fifty percent from him, not good. Um, the line out works really well. Twenty one from twenty one for England. Actually, I mean, Italy also had a perfect line out, fourteen from fourteen. So they didn't steal very many. Um, but uh, at least their the set piece was there for them. Again, though, um, last week, uh, I mean, this week, um, 40 missed tackles, uh, but that's only seven penalties compared to 14 from Italy. Meant, uh, that, and and the, the bullying nature that they had, that they could get away with those uh, those missed tackles there. Italy, again, um, talking about that uh, not kicking very many, 23 kicking from hand last week, 26, meant they were, the, meant they were so again, it's a, a run from anywhere um, style of play. Now, they said they're not going to go away from that, but you do do wonder if a more pragmatic approach that will balance in that kick versus run, um, uh, having more of an attacking, uh, kicking style might help them there um, because the teams that kick the most tend to win the most. That's kind of uh, something that's been around for a while now um, with that one. So, um, yeah, yeah, a bit, a bit concerning, I think, for Italy on that about again that balance right. But um, so I guess we saw from Argentina that they went hell for leather, um, offloading and uh, attacking um, from anywhere, um, trying uh, before they got to a more balanced approach and uh, uh, and reined it back in again. So um, interesting. So yeah, so maybe that's what they need to do. Uh, to to get to the final place, and uh, look, they controlled. The, uh, they didn't have to make that many tackles. Only 127. That's going to be good. That shows you kind of got the ball. But England basically was just pinning them back um, and making them play out of their uh, 22. England um, look with 30 kicks there, but only 14 lineouts for um, uh, for Italy. So um, perhaps not uh, not so much as I mean Ireland. A lot of their kicks in field, as you see there, they're the most kicks. Only France, only 10. Um, lineouts, so very few kicks going out. Um, whereas um, England, with those 21 lineouts, sure they had 14 penalties, but they also, uh, also Italy, when they were kicking, were just giving it to a lineout rather than sort of contestable uh, ball uh, in or contestable um, situation uh, in that one. Um, so that's kind of we take a week off now for the um, Six Nations. Um, where some battered bodies um, get to uh, have a bit of a rest before um, Italy um, host Ireland, um, which will also be another tough one for Italy. But it does mean then they'll have played three of their hardest, toughest games um, by then, because Ireland, uh, sorry, not, not um, France, um, England, who they've always struggled against. They've never beaten England. And then Ireland, um, which could mean that uh, Wales. Uh, they came after that is the one they'll really be targeting, you'd think. Um, Wales v England, normally 
uh, Wales got themselves up for this game, especially in Cardiff. But um, Wales have a, have a scrum at the moment. You think England could probably bully in the way they did it. It's the way, the way they did Italy, uh, perhaps not to the same extent. But uh, um, I think it's the, the Wales are definitely. I think have got a sign at the moment that is bullyable. Um, so uh, you can see uh, so that's going to be a tough one, I think, for Wales, especially after those poor performance against Scotland. And then finally, France versus Scotland. Uh, is this where the dream ends for Scotland? Um, got those two wins uh, still on for the, uh, or still at the Grand Slam, still a possibility. But going to Paris, ooh, that is, um, let's be honest, a tough one. Um, but should be a, uh, a cracking game um, to, uh, to watch that one. So that one, uh, the uh, Italy Island is at 3.15 a.m. on the Sunday, followed by Wales, England at 5.45 a.m. Um, and then France, Scotland at 4 a.m. Now remember, not next weekend, but the weekend after. I don't want you getting up early um, and blaming me for not getting any sleep and then not finding rugby on um, on uh, on that one. So um, the so that's the uh, situation with um, with that one. Um, obviously, obviously, next week we'll preview. We'll have a look forward to um, those games. But I've already given you some ideas to my thoughts um, on that. Let's be honest. We'll also, um, I will have been, at, we'll also have another round of Super Rugby um, uh, pre-season games and also be able to preview the Super Rugby season. Um, perhaps uh, uh, set up a, uh, are the, what are the expectations for each team so we can see whether each team um, has a successful or unsuccessful season at the end of it. Uh, talking to um, one of Pacifica, they are looking at making um, the playoffs, and that's, uh, so that's uh, um, so that means top eight for them. Um, but they were talking top six, and I guess if you're going to try to be top eight, you don't aim for eighth. If you aim for sixth and then miss it, then you're still in that top eight, aren't you? So it's probably a better way um, to um, to go about it on uh, on that one. So um, those, as I say, are um, some of the uh, some of the stuff that's uh, that's coming up that we'll be talking about. Uh, so next week, say. We'll give you what we think are expect or the, the sort of expectations for every single team in Super Rugby Pacific is um, on that one, um, and also report from that um, pre-season game of three halves for the uh, women's teams, the Blues, Waratahs, and Chiefs, as well as I will be at the same um, Chiefs versus Blues uh, in the uh, men's side of things. Uh, been a quick one this evening, um, but uh, Simon Hughes does bring up that Major League Rugby is starting um, this weekend, their next season. And there's a new team called the Miami Sharks. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Do we need another Sharks team? We've obviously got the Sharks who play uh, in um, in South Africa. Um, we've also got the uh, um, Sales Sharks in the uh, Premiership. And now we have the Miami Sharks in Major League Rugby. Yay. <laughs> As he says, yes, do we need another Sharks team? No, we don't. So whilst the uh, Gilgronies and Giltinis might have uh, been a bit of a mess uh, at the end of last season, uh, getting caught up in uh, um, uh, controversies around uh, salary cap issues um, and uh, their owner throwing his toys out of the pram a bit, um, at least they had names that were, that were unique. Um, Miami, I'm sorry you've let us down there by calling yourselves um, the, uh, the Sharks. Um, I must admit, not being, keeping an eye on the uh, uh, on Major League Rugby as closely as I have in the past um, a couple of years. 
Um, so, uh, but uh, good to see it's still running. That's the big thing. Um, if you think during COVID, where all the other rugby teams were um, were cutting player salaries, uh, Major League Rugby still paid out all their players' contracts in full. So, um, so good um, with um, that one uh, there. Uh, Simon Hughes also mentions that um, Chicago were replacing uh, Austin um, in that one. And uh, Nocturne actually says, Major League Rugby... Um, Stuff in New Zealand provincial reps, meaning that they're not playing club rugby here. Can't blame them um, as it's a wage. Absolutely. Um, there are a number of players who, uh, if they don't get that Super Rugby contract, head over to Major League Rugby instead uh, and then come back, play uh, the uh, Bunnings MPC, hoping to get a, uh, a Super Rugby contract. Um, and if not, head back over um, to the US as well. Then there's a few that have gone over there permanently. Uh, your Danny Tawala's spring to mind um, on that one um, as well. So, um, uh, hope you all stay safe, folks. Um, I don't know if you can hear over the microphone the, uh, the heavy rain against the roof here. Um, I hope my leak around my um, uh, around my chimney is uh, nothing too serious. Uh, and I hope you all stay safe, folks. And uh, catch you all next week, obviously on Monday night at eight PM for the Drive More Show. Also, I say I will be at those games uh, those games on Friday. So I'll be acting on Twitter at Driving More. Join that. Uh, catch my photos and stuff. And then the post-match interviews will all be posted to the New Zealand Sport Radio Facebook page. So do check those out. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 